Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to episode 57 of the Rusty Quill Gaming Podcast. I'm your host and GM, Alex Newell, and with me today I have... James Ross, Bryn Munro, Lydia Nicholas, Ben Murray. And who are you playing? Sir Bertrand McGuffigan, Hamid Salah Haroon Al-Tahan, Sasha Rackett, Zolf Smith. God, we're so slick. We're so flawless. It's almost like we never made a mistake introducing ourselves with the wrong names, (laughs) introducing ourselves as each other, or anything like that. That's never happened. So we've got our own names mixed up with our characters. When when it came round to mine, I, my brain was going, say Sasha Rackett. It's like, no, no, <laughs> no. I, I always get really f- afraid during that bit because so many, much of the time, James makes a really good joke and then my <laughs> mind goes blank. And I'm yeah. like, I can't just say Hamid. I need a joke too. I don't have a joke. I'm only worried during that bit that I might accidentally blow my cover. <laughs> 
So, speaking of things going surprisingly well, yep. you got ambushed by an enormous amount of gnomes. Gnomes in trench coats. Gnome, it, was, it, was, it was gnomes in trench Standing coats. Standing on top of each Standing other. Standing on top of each other. Acrobatic gnomes who proceeded to do really badly against you, get quite blown up, a little bit killed, try going invisible and sticking you to the floor, and that also didn't work. Yeah. There, after Oscar Wilde, after all of the issues with Mr. Ceiling and so on, and you are currently in Paris, which is being slowly taken over by Lagomond. The party are in the middle of a street with a few upturned vehicles, one of which Sasha exploded wantonly and successfully. One of which got wobbled, just saying. It did get wobbled. It got very wobbled. With your face. Savagely wobbled. (laughs) (laughs) The party are currently surrounded, all pretty much with the exception of Bertie, who's just doing his own thing as he is wont to do. The rest of them are all surrounding an Oscar Wilde who is completely unconscious, having been presumably poisoned, we believe. So, as it stands, we are at the beginning of a new round. Sasha, you're up. So I'm still entangled. You currently have been hit by a tangled book bag. Mm-hmm. You are not stuck to the floor, nope. but you are entangled. Which means no dex bonus on anything. You will move at half speed. You cannot run or charge. You're at a minus two on all attack rolls, minus four penalty to dex. And then you must make a concentration check of DC 15 plus spell level to cast spells because your fingers have gone all sticky. Wait, why you didn't say that spell. last week? Yeah. Oh, Alex! Oh. Brain, I want you to know it's just because I hate you. And also you're single-handedly just pow, 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 pow. Yeah. Yeah, I so. mean, a more sensible thing would have been to throw a bomb, but she's not. She's angry. She's going to stab him. So move up Fair and stabbing enough. one of the yeah. surrounding nerves. Two. Oh, Two no, plus four. Two that's plus a, four, that's, that's a miss. Yeah. Okay. Sticky, Sasha. Sasha's used to moving really fluidly, and now she's like, like, it's, it's like the ball bearings have got the traces of stuff from the tape that we used to keep the mics in place. So it's all, <laughs> like, it's just slightly the grey, the like the, the gluey bit when it's been peeled off. Hamid, you're sticky. up. Sticky, don't like uh, it. Do any of them look particularly badly hurt? Yes. They all look pretty badly hurt. There's not a lot in it unless you were to take extended amounts of heal checks. Okay, I target the one closest to me with magic missile. I make a concentration check to successfully Mm -hmm. cast magic missile. I probably fail. Yes, I fail my concentration check and fail to cast magic missile. Okay. Thirty, you're up. Thirty takes a five foot step away from the gnome who is dangling by the neck out of the window (laughs) of the car. Up to one of the gnomes that was... Just threw a tanglefoot bag at your back. Yes. Bounce did it. Um, <laughs> and then he takes a swing at that nearest gnome. You will be on a minus two. Oh, natural 20. Natural Roll 20. To Roll to crit. confirm uh, One. Oh! <laughs> crit is not confirmed. Crit is not confirmed. Good time for a one. It has no impact. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so is that just like that's just a normal hit then? Yes. You hit. Okay, I hit him. And then rolling for damage. Yep. Eight. They are down. Describe it as you see fit. They are not dead. They are dying. <laughs> Bertie takes uh, one step towards the gnome, stares down at the gnome. Bertie swings the sword directly downwards, cleaves a huge slice off the side of one of the legs of the gnome as if he is slicing a Christmas ham. Funnily enough, that makes it quite hard for the gnome to dodge out of the way. That's why it's getting taken. The hamstring just pings off and slaps against the ground. Uh, The gnome screams, passes out and falls backwards. Yes, that happens. Uh. Okay. 
James is just reminding us that even though we are playing a game, we are still doing a horrible violence on people. Bertie is not a nice man. No. Bertie hates A, people, and B, nuns. Bertie's not the one narrating. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, just, I'm playing the character. <laughs> Zolf, you're up. I will turn around, uh, look at the one that is closest to me, and shoot an icicle at him. This is a spell-like ability, isn't it? Yeah. So you don't have to make a concentration nothing, check. Nothing happens, really nothing happens. 12 on a ranged touch. Nope. Close, but no. Fair enough. Shatters against a car. <laughs> the readied action that all of the gnomes used against you doesn't actually reorder initiative. However, that was in the last round. In this round, everyone has held their action in order to all go now. So there's going to be an enormous amount of moves, but it's because they have all basically given up their chance to move earlier to coordinate now. Mm -hmm. They all share a glance. It looks like something big's about to happen. At which point, they all scatter simultaneously, <laughs> leaving their comrades. The two that do not provoke attacks of opportunity, mm -hmm. one of them ducks out behind a car, putting the car between him and Bertie. Mm -hmm. The other one ducks through the glass for one of the looted buildings. Mm -hmm. A remainder provokes an attack of opportunity from Sasha. Mm -hmm. He's outside uh, round. Freaking oh, yeah. four. So four. You do not. Scarpers round the corner. Round the corner, keeping a car between him and Bertie and Scarpers. As far as you can tell, they have all fled. Do any of you intend to pursue? No, we would be incredibly Bertie? ineffective at it with having been tangled. We will drop out of combat in that case. Uh, there'll be something. There'll be a bomb. There'll be a bomb. Why would they flee? They had us right there. Like, let's get out of the way, quick, quick. It's because we were beating them up. <laughs> so nonchalant. I love it. It didn't work. They'd lost... Like, half of them had fallen over. They knew they had to get going. Or the, the... If you want to, let's just move wild then. A couple of the gnomes groan slightly. Bertie takes a step over to the one that is outside of the car, picks him up by the scruff of the neck, and yep. then carries him back over to the group. Okay. Look, I brought one in for questioning. Uh... I'll be bad cop. <laughs> right. No one else can play. <laughs> I'm going to um, stabilise the one that's on the floor. Okay. Do you um, want to look after Wild too? Uh, yeah, I'm gonna just see if I can sort of work out what's going on. All right. So one of them went into a building through a looted, kind of smashed window. Yes. So Sasha is going to duck into that building and okay. look around. Give me a perception check. It's eighteen. Oh. Yeah. oh sorry. <laughs> Bad for Sasha. So what you see is it was clearly some kind of chocolatiers. Um, however, all of the shelves have been completely stripped bare. There is oh. nothing in there. Well, apart from the ones in the window, because like Thornton's, they only have the plastic ones in the window. And in my hometown when I was growing up, somebody smashed the front window of Thornton's, <laughs> only stole the ones that were in the front window. <laughs> Took I discovered they were plastic. It was hilarious. <laughs> I'm afraid even the plastic ones <laughs> have been have taken. taken. Yeah. Okay. However, you do notice there is a small trail of blood, nothing gushing or anything, a few droplets that lead into what looks like a back room. The door is wide open. Go into the back room. You see the trail continues to a back door which opens into an alleyway. Curses. Meanwhile... I, uh, yeah, I, I um, will make another heel check on Wild, because, like not in the heat of battle. Go for it. Yeah, I'll take ten for a total of So you take ten, obviously that takes a few minutes. Total of? Twenty. Good news, bad news. The good news is it's not doing anything particularly deleterious to Oscar Wilde insofar as his health isn't diminishing. He's not... The benefit of people like me, that means it's not making it worse. Correct. However, you also know that he's been hit hard by this poison. You don't know what poison it is, but short of having some kind of antidote to hand, 
You've, you've just got an unconscious Oscar Wilde. There's not a lot you can do. You've just got to let him sleep it off, really. Bertie takes the gnome that he's currently carrying, pins him to a wall with one hand, and strips the gnome of clothes, weapons, equipment. They all fall to the floor. How responsive is the gnome? The gnome remains unconscious throughout. They're in a particularly bad way, in the sense of they are stable, and that's just about all they are. So they're not bleeding out on you. Then they Bertie, have... upon noticing that, unceremoniously drops the gnome from several feet <laughs> you in drop the, the You drop the gnome onto a pile of his own equipment. And Bertie kicks the gnome aside <laughs> to get to things that he's there actually interested in. There doesn't appear to be an antidote in there. What is there? There does appear to be the following. Are we ready? While this is going on, I'm going to be taking the equipment from the other two gnome bodies. I, I'm going to take their weapons away from them, take any potions off them, because yep. I don't want them going invisible and running away yep. again. So, Sasha's going to come back and tie them up. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to take Probably. off their armour or clothes, but weapons and any other equipment. I will describe everything that they are holding upon yeah. them, and be aware that unless I say otherwise, they all have identical gear. Yeah. They are a team unit and have been equipped as such. Characters have another Tanglefoot bag each. They all are wearing studded leather armour, similar to Sasha's, but intended for gnomes, so none of you will really be able to wear it effectively. Hamid might be able to get away with it, but... It I could wear it, enough. but... It wouldn't be a particularly good It would interfere with spellcasting. Yeah. They all have masterwork bucklers. They all have composite long bows. They all have 20 arrows. They each have a dagger. They each have masterwork rapiers. Yeah. There are, between all of them, two invisibility potions left. They are all carrying hip flasks full of what smells like not good brandy. I leave it. They, takes yours. they <laughs> all have identical money purses containing 50 gold each. And then one of them has, you see, a very small knapsack. The one that Bertie held up and just tore all the stuff off had a small mm-hmm. knapsack. Inside that, you see a collection of jewels and gold. Give me the appraise roll, Sasha, I'm assuming. Give it yeah. your madam appraise. She sees 22 of jewels. 22 of jewels. <laughs> yeah. To your eye, it looks like there is between three and 4,000 golds worth of jewels in this bag. Call it misc booty. All right, let's grab him and get out of the city. Yeah, um, we should probably keep one of these to uh, question. See if we've got anything Maybe useful. we should take the, like, just one of the empty shops or buildings around here for the night. There are still the sounds of distant social unrest throughout the city. But again, it is very distant. It's not in this particular area. You're in a, a broadly deserted part. Do I suggest we take two of the gnomes? Because one might be used as an example to encourage greater loquacity on the part of the other. Too hard to transport two of them. Let's just. Wrong! Bertie picks up one gnome by the neck, picks up the other gnome by the neck, like chickens. Making, <laughs> making eye contact with Bertie. Hamid lifts up one arm of Oscar Wilde's. Sol, <laughs> <laughs> so, if you're a big guy, do you want to help? Percy maintains eye contact with Hamid, uh, pulls the papoose out from the empty, brutal papoose out oh. from his knapsack, shoves the unconscious dome into the The one papoose. who's completely out or the one who's stirring? Uh, the one who's stirring, and okay. he has it so that the gnome is directly facing up into his face, and the first thing he sees <laughs> when he wakes up is going to be Bertie like, okay. staring right down at him. Okay. Uh, he's got the unconscious gnome, uh, the super, yeah, the unconscious, complete unconscious gnome in one hand. He picks up Oscar Wilde and slings him over his shoulder. You have the carrying capacity for all of this. Okay. This is fine. You will be moving slightly slower than your optimal speed, but unless you plan on sprinting somewhere, that's not I'm, an issue. I'm with 
two people who are mechanically slower than I am anyway because they're tiny, so correct. it'll be fine. That's what we'll do. This yeah. is the first time I really feel bad for Sasha because she's just got, she, she's capable of genuine feats of speed going. She might like just pop into some shops as they're walking around, just scamper up and down, <laughs> climb up a lamppost and come back down. <laughs> so where are people heading? So did Wild mention where he was taking us? No. Yeah, it was out. So we need to wait for him to sleep this off. I'm going to assume it's not lethal because that wouldn't be useful to them. Yeah. We um, just need to find somewhere to batten down for the night, I guess. Yeah, any of these shops? Might as well. What shops are around? You mentioned chocolatiers. So there is there is a chocolatiers next door to the chocolatiers. There's a knife shop, and on the other <laughs> side is one with super magnets. And if we just flip <laughs> the switch, and we boom. Next door across. to the chocolatiers is a haberdashers. Ooh. It looks like its grating has been sort of torn up a little bit. People saw what was in there, and then they went, "I do not need to loot hats." <laughs> and then the looting stopped. Opposite the haberdashers is a bakery, which has also been raided, completely stripped bare. And then opposite from that, there is what looks to be some kind of extremely high-rent studio art installation gallery type situation. We, we, we should go a little further away, just in case they get some those gnomes get some friends and come back. Yeah, we don't want to be in the same place. Yeah. Right. If we all the food shops have been looted, but if we can find. You know, a, a, a tailor or a furniture shop or something. That there might be some, you know, something we can use to keep ourselves warm. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess. Um, Let's walk for half an hour or so. Yeah. Find, find Twen- a Twenty shop. minutes, maybe. <laughs> 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 all right, Ahmed. Save ten minutes of this. <laughs> I'm tired. We're all tired. Right. So oh, you. I'm really sleepy. Can we stop at the services? I want to boil sweet. So we're having an aimless wander for somewhere to. Towards Out. the outskirts. Towards the outskirts. Okay. Of Paris. Give it... me a knowledge local role. I'd suggest probably Sasha. She yep. knows the way around best. Sixteen plus ten. Twenty-six. Twenty-six. Okay. Yeah. I you make. You make some solid journey. You know that Paris is big, and twenty minutes isn't really going to get you yeah. to the edge of anywhere from where you are currently. But you make some movements. You're still in upmarket areas. And eventually you come near to a place that you know there is a locksmith's, mm. which um, Ooh, super secure. is, yeah, for obvious reasons, super secure. And interestingly, as you're passing by and you scope it out and so on, you mm. see that it appears that there's no one in. It looks like the shop doesn't have residences there as well. The shop is locked tight, but you reckon you can get in. Also, everyone give me perception checks. Critical fail. Hey. 21. 28. 17. Everyone apart from Bertie. <laughs> Bertie. No, no, critical failure. He thinks he understands. I'm going to yeah. return to Bertie. Okay, okay. Everyone else, as you are travelling, there is the sound of an occasional sprint in the distance. You don't know what it is. There is a cry out in the distance. You don't know what it, who it could have been. At some point, you think there may have, you may have seen movement up on the rooftops, but this, it's really hard to tell. You'll see a lot of people pull their curtains aside, see a bunch of people carrying bodies and close the curtains and make sure that they weren't seen. Bertie, as you're walking, you, rather than looking around, are just maintaining eye contact (laughs) with the gnome's unconscious face as it slowly stirs, going, any moment, any moment. And walk straight into a lamppost. Any moment. You do not walk into a lamppost. They all stop to look at the locksmiths. You keep walking. Any moment. Any moment now. Any moment. The gnome awakens to your face, then proceeds... To pretend really convincingly to be unconscious again. <laughs> <laughs> sort of uh, opens its eyes, sees you, goes, <clears throat> closes, 
Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, so unconscious. Uh, uh. In fact, he actually says, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Bertie believes him. <laughs> so that's where we are. There is a locksmith that you could probably break into, Sasha, but that's because you're but, way but above Bertie, average. But, but Bertie, but Bertie, back, back here, Bertie, Anybody. back here. Any minute, any minute. <laughs> so unconscious. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Any minute. I cast dancing lights. <laughs> there are light, twinkly things in front of you and moving around you, presumably. Oh, yeah. what? Uh, uh, Bertie, Bertie. Oh, yeah, well, well, all right. Any minute. Right. Any Best minute. use of dancing lights. <laughs> guys, guys, the GM says that this locksmith will be secure, so we should. <laughs> Don't get meta on me, you'll take psychic damage. Not at all. Um, What else? So let's say we stopped on the street, what else is there? There are a few upmarket townhouses and private residences. There is also what looks to be a florist's. The The florist hasn't been looted. Um, It doesn't have much in the way of security, but it's all intact. Locksmith shop seems like it would be the most secure. And if, if you can unlock it and relock it, then uh, all right, all right. Let's 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 go to work on this bad boy. Take twenty. Yeah. Yeah. yeah if 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 you're willing to take the time, you can take yep. ten or take twenty. Let's, let's take ten. Then you don't need to roll. Oh. So just ten plus what your disabled device is. That's twenty-one. So we covered it a while ago, but worth reiterating: taking ten is where you take the time to do it properly and you get, do an average job, but you're not taking any penalties. You can also take 20, which is where you take ages and you definitely fail at least once. So generally, you don't want to take 20 to disarm a trap that's going to explode, stuff like that. And you can't take 10 if you're under time pressure or if there are penalties for failure, basically. Mm -hmm. You unlock the front door, Sasha. Mm -hmm. All right, guys, in here. All right, well, we can dump the uh, hostages and wild. Hopefully make them comfortable so that when he comes round... Sasha might nick some locks. So you all head inside? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sasha, the second that you open the door, a trap goes off. Hey. Okay, one sec. Should have expected that. What's your AC? 18. 18. You don't get a reflex save, but it misses anyway. Mm. Two Tanglefoot bags from opposite ends of the room <laughs> are catapulted. You open the door here. Go, okay, close the door for a second. You hear it. The distinct sound of squelching. You open it. Two Tanglefoot bags from opposite sides of the door are catapulted immediately at one another, entangle one another, and just fall at the floor without you entangled. Mm. Uh, she checks for other traps. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a perception check. 22? Mm. You find there are a number of non-lethal traps spread throughout the building. Basically, any shop would have been better than a locksmith. That's it's sort said. of what I'd thought. <laughs> That said, none of them do you any damage. They're all actually very simple, but also none of them really have removable components. They're quite simple, and they're designed for someone who's trying their luck, who might have just taken a bolt cutter to the lock or something. It's nothing particularly exciting. All right, right, all right. All right, guys, here's the... Is there a back room? Yeah, 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 absolutely. Right, let's just go in here. You guys, you guys, see if there's any food around. I'll, I'll have a look for some food, and I'll get everyone some water. There everyone should be water at least. Check. Five, ten, thirteen, fifteen. Sasha, you hear the distinct sound of a gnome mumbling really quietly. Unconscious. <laughs> <laughs> Super unconscious. That's what is. The other one is still out of it. Like, there's clearly like permanent damage that's happened to the other one. It's all right. I'll use magic. Magic. All right. Uh, Sasha's going to lock the front door. Sure. A, one of the best locks. Once you're mm-hmm. in, there's a 
locker, which mm. I'll just allow you to take ten on. You open it, and it's the keys to all of the locks in the shop, shopper, Hi. including the front door. You find an outstanding lock, I believe is the technical term for it. Tell you what, if you want to stock up on locks, okay. chains, and other assorted lock-keeping equipment, now's your time. Yes, she'd like some chains and locks in her bag of holding. Well, then I didn't mention it earlier, but since since you're going, there is a masterwork set of thieves' tools as well. Technically, they're not thieves' tools; they are lock those. picks for a legitimate locksmith. Mm. I've, I've already but got those. Sure, I just meant if you want them, they are amongst the things, and they're quite useful. Two times. Two. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, Sasha, we probably shouldn't steal these. They've already gone. What? The people that run it, they've gone. Well, temporarily. And they've left. They might come back. Well. That's what people do when they leave their businesses. They come <laughs> back to them. Because this one hasn't been looted, so it's in perfect condition. We're using this as, as shelter, but... We shouldn't, yeah, we shouldn't really steal from Why these do you people. assume that she would be able, you would be able to see her? This is a very, very good point. Yeah. Perception. <laughs> yeah. Well, my sleight of hand was 14 plus 11. Uh, my perception was 14 plus 6. Did you successfully palm a big bag of tools? <laughs> Fine. She won't take all the chains and things, because that would be quite difficult to... It's, it's clanky. It's clanky. Now, Mr. Smith, we have here two gnomes. I would like to question them. I, I don't think we should let Bertie do it. I think maybe he could stand at the back as an example of, you know, a possible Bertie. But, like, let us do the talking. Uh, yeah. I strongly object to that plan. I think I will be able to extract the maximum amount of information. By all means, you may ask the questions. I would like to apply the pressure. You hmm? can do a lot of that by standing over there in that corner. I do even more by standing closer. You ah. seem awfully e eager to uh, inflict pain upon these individuals. Correct, Mr. Smith. They yeah. were awfully eager to inflict pain on you, not moments ago. Sure. There but... is the very faint words of, uh, not that bad, but really muttered <laughs> in such a way that he's probably still unconscious, Bertie. <laughs> Categorically not. We're now in a position of power, and this is the moral winks absolve. Moral thing to do. <laughs> Heroic, even. <laughs> but if no one were to see me question one of them alone... We'd know it happened. Yeah, we're, we're right here. Look, a bee! All right, Gnome, do you know how hard it is for us to get this guy to not chop more bits off you? Tell us what you did to Wild. Tell us what the plan was. Should I roll an in? Slightly louder so that everyone can hear. Oh, so asleep. Oh, unconscious. We're not all as dumb as him. He kind of opens an eye. Fair cop. <laughs> we'll take a break then. <laughs> if you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're 
you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science, with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Life is full of awesome what-ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. <laughs> hey, hey, uh, you, yeah, no, you with a face, yeah. I, I know I shouldn't be here, but got in like a wet ferret slipping through the hands of a moisturiser salesman. You know me. I just needed to let you know about this deal, right? Uh, you head over to rustyquill.com and follow the links to the store or go on redbubble.com and search for us. I've been appraising this stuff and it is good. There's all sorts of stuff in there. You want Brutor's face on a mug? You got it. You want Hamid's face on the wall? It's there. You want Bertie's face? Why? Yeah, well, I, I, I gotta go now. But you just remember, right? Head over to rustyquill.com, follow the links. Tell them I sent you. Just, um, well, I just wondered, though, uh, are you going to eat all that eel quiche? And welcome back. So, the gnome 
sees which way the wind is blowing and just kind of slumps. Right, so first things first, uh, what have you done to Wild? No. Parlez-vous anglais? The gnome looks to the rest of them. Uh, Sasha, French is Where is the vernacular railway? <laughs> what? <laughs> He just looks to the rest of the party what and gives a, a sort of sentence. shrug. <laughs> what a weird sentence for someone to know. <laughs> Why do you know that sentence? He can't speak. He just looks at the rest of them like, I don't know what I'm doing, God. And he steps in and interposes himself directly between <laughs> Sasha and Zolf and the gnome, leans into the gnome, picks up his, unsheathes his sword. He's gonna, at this point, he's going to do a dazzling display. <laughs> and sure. Out comes the feather boa. Yeah. With, <laughs> with. Oh, I'll tell you anything. I'll tell you anything. And he's he's pomp and pageantry. This. So give me the intimidate check <laughs> with your pomp and pageantry bonus. And you said that you were doing it as a dazzling display. So this must include flashy swordsmanship. It's going to include flashy swordsmanship. <laughs> give me the roll. Carve the MacGuffin chest. The MacGuffin crest into, into his chest. chest. Into his own chest. Yeah. Uh, with modifiers thirteen. Thirteen. He looks at you. Sees your your dazzling display. I'm done with dazzling display. I haven't described my dazzling display. Describe it. Okay. Is it successful? Or is it not <laughs> no, not <laughs> even like, as un, uh, like you've actively hurt your cause because as you're doing it, not because your attempt wasn't good, but this is a stone cold killer. You've gone ha, hoo, ha, look at me, ha, ha, and he's just gone. I'm, I could kill you. I just got unlucky. Okay, fair <laughs> so the gnome is the gnome is tied up and yes. propped up in a chair. Bertie takes the sword, makes direct eye contact with the gnome, waves the sword through the air in such a way like as to perfectly trace the silhouette of the gnome before chopping out all four legs of the chair. The chair slams to the ground <laughs> and falls off the chair to one side. So the gnome turns to Sasha and just says in a sort of quiet French mutter, listen, mate, can you do me a favour? Um, could you bring your, bring your hands apart and then bring them together and then apart and together again, like really slowly for me, like genuinely, please. Sasha looks at Bertie, looks at the gnome. I, I really appreciate it. Looks at Bertie, looks at the gnome. Oh, and God, then give me solid. Yes! Slow clap. Slow clap via Sasha. Absolutely all of this. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, he's assuming that you just don't speak proper French. Young man, I would advise you to be extremely careful. At this point, Bertie takes his sword and cuts off his ear. Uh, no, no, you don't. Someone yes, Sasha jumps in the way. You then, can roll. Fair enough. Give me the combat maneuver then. Uh, 19, Ooh. only plus 2, so 21. What's That's your combat work. maneuver defence, James? Uh, 17. 17? You successfully trick Bertie. He wheels okay. his sword back, not in a big heffing swing, but just to try and get the angles right to lop off an ear, at which point, <laughs> Bertie, you find yourself on your back. <laughs> You're not sure how it happened. What? Look, he is going to kill you unless you do exactly what I say. And I'm not going to stop him killing you unless you do exactly what I say. You don't look scared, but we just took out six of you. I know you're trying to put on a front or whatever, but like, he will kill you. It looks at you kind of, not, not sarcastically, just kind of blank and just goes, and if I leave here, I'm dead anyway. Well, you could come with us or we could leave you here and we might manage to sort this city out. We managed to sort out some Do you pretty have big... any idea how much Lagormon wants that guy? He can't point, but he kind of gestures with his head towards Yeah, where. I've got an idea. Because Barrett wants me about the same. Just during this conversation, I'll turn to uh, Hammond and go, really would be useful if I spoke French, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, of course. And start muttering translation. <laughs> oh, much obliged. Barrett, 
Oh yeah, yeah, sure. Scary guy. Ooh, ooh, yeah, all right. Shoot kicking <laughs> in the stomach. As I see it, young Mr. Gnome, you have two choices. One of them is going outside of here and dying. The other is staying here, telling us what you know, and then dying. Now, there's a certain amount of discomfort that might be uh, might accompany either of these choices. I advise you to choose very carefully which degree of discomfort you would like to endure. Just tell us what you did to him and what the plan was. I told you, he'd been poisoned, hadn't he? Yeah, where are you going to take him? Why does Mr. Gourmand want Wild so badly? Mm-hmm. You're going to die anyway, there's no harm telling us. Fair point. Mm-hmm. Can you ask him what the poison is? Do you know what exactly the poison is? No, drow poison. Knock him out for a few hours. We've got a few doses. Antidote? <laughs> I'm assuming you're yeah. translating that. Bed? Alright, well, leave him tied Coffee? up and then just... Don't tie him up. Are we sure that we wouldn't Coffee like him to be more bed. chatty? Bertie, like, grabs him by an ankle and starts squeezing. Look, Bertie, I just don't think there's anything he can tell us that's useful. Well, there's only one way to find out, really, isn't there? And Bertie slams his left hand. Bertie! Okay, you successfully break a helpless gnome's leg before the others can interfere in any way. Mm-hmm. He yells, then cuts his own yell short and is biting his own lip. Just he still doesn't look scared, by the way. Leave him, Bertie. There's not... There's nothing for, that he might tell us. Like, we know Gormon's plan, right? He's nicking all the food so he controls the city. He, I'm guessing he wants Wild because Wild's some way to the meritocrats or something. Also, if you say you just want to do it for fun, the answer is don't! It's not fun so much as sometimes matters of business and pleasure intersect. Unacceptable. Bertie, if you can't control yourself, then frankly you can leave. We do not need this kind of action. We've been friends for a long time, but I will not stand by and let you do this to someone who is helpless and defenceless. Yeah, that this, is this, absolutely this, guys, disgusting. Guys, 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 this is Shut up! And, and if we want you to speak, we will ask you a direct question. Otherwise, say nothing. And also, we, we genuinely don't need you. He's, he's exploding fireman now. Just... Yeah, that, that was weird. That was cool. Or hot. Yes. I was <laughs> really like burning cool. Anyway, great. it seems that seven's a crowd. Get rid of the hostages. We don't need them here. Wait, no, just leave them tied up and then we'll leave them overnight. To starve to death? That seems like an excellent Yeah, approach. this is the thing. The we... locksmith will come back. Yeah, and then he's got two hardened criminals. They've got two hardened criminals in their shop. The best thing we do is we kill them. We'll... Quickly and cleanly. The other gnome begins to stir. Not awaken, just stir. You know what? I am going to keep them tied up, and then when Wild wakes up, he might have some route to some people with some resources that can either lock these folks up, can sort out Paris, or can tell us what is going on, and I think that will change the situation. All right. We can wait. Very well. I have one more question. You, where was your base of operations? Where did you get your orders? Where is the Gourmand? Well, everyone knows that. I mean, it's Eiffel, isn't it? When you in town. Listen, I mean, it's not my place to infer or anything, but th- there's a third option here. Like, you've you've got the cash, right? I mean, if, if it was going to go as a bribe anyway, just just take the cash and, and leave. A bribe to who? It was either a, 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 an invite to, to Wild or a bribe to whoever's with him to just stay away. I mean, y- you kind of have the bribe anyway, so you could just take it and leave, and then everyone leaves you alone, and we keep Wild, and everyone's happy. Right, uh... job done. No, I don't think so. I think, in fact, what we might do is kill Legomond. I 
think that would be very impressive. If you're uh, able to, uh, you know, maybe take out a meritocrat. Ooh, tell you what, gods, they're, they're, they're hard to take out. Maybe, Someone maybe gag all him. of them as well. Yep, gonna gag I, t- I turn my hand into a claw and slap him round the face. We're gonna, and then we're gonna gag the really arrogant, mean gnome. He's o- been really hurting our feelings. <laughs> the other gnome wakes up. Gang preemptively. And yeah, is, is, is very still and quiet and just lets you gag him. Right. So I think we all need to just calm down a bit. I'm having a nap. That's a good plan. I'll take first watch. No. no. <laughs> I'll take second accelerate. watch. I'm going to accelerate no. time Bertie at this gets point. No watches. <laughs> Who does take first watch? Because we all know Bertie is not being left alone. I'll take anymore. first watch. Okay. Who takes second? Sasha will. Okay. And this is until Wild wakes up. Okay. Mm just for the format of it there is a front room which is the shop front which is full of locks lots of things hanging from the ceiling from the walls and so on there is the back room which basically had a desk for some administration it had a safe i'm going to skip ahead to you look in the safe it's full of boring stuff and we still haven't eaten anything and upstairs there is is a storage room full of crates which looks like it's raw materials for the making of locks and there is a workbench with some tools Mm -hmm. you find a left like what looks like what's left of a packed lunch from a couple of days ago up there. there the taps are working there's, yeah, there's running water. Um, Bertie still has a couple of days of fortified iron rations from his side quest. Okay. Which he will split because he's nice. <laughs> <laughs> for some for some definition of the word nice. He, he just doesn't have that much of a concept of time so the idea of rationing things and keeping them for himself <laughs> in the future yeah. doesn't really occur to him. So just, we will skip ahead yeah, to... Is, one of the reasons behind his massive financial problems. <laughs> <laughs> we will skip ahead to the middle of First Watch so, where the people have had been kicked down for a while. Zolf, do, do you know much about magic? Do you know anything? Uh, not really. Poseidon... So Kind of no, gives me I guess he stuff. just kind of takes care of it for you. You're a bit spooked out by something your... something really strange is happening. Yeah, your face went all mouthy. What? Long, kind of. And that, you got that spell I cast. I've never studied it. Yeah, and you got the scales. Yeah. And the claws. Something really strange is happening to me. I and wonder a, what. And a snouty mouth. What? And breathing fire. No, 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 it's a spell. Well, I mean, it's a spell that comes from your mouth, then. No, no, I, I aim it with yeah. my hands. No, it came out of your mouth a, a bit. There was a bit of mouth fire. What? Yeah. That's not how that spell worked. Well, that's, how that, think... that's how that worked in that particular instance. No, 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 it's a spell. It's called Scorching Ray. Right. But I've never studied it. I shouldn't even know what it's called. I've suddenly got this knowledge in my head, and I don't know where it's come from. Do you accidentally worship a god? <laughs> Did you end up doing that? Are you maybe an accidental cleric? No, I don't think that so. To the best of us. <laughs> <laughs> One day you wake up and then you're like, what? I accidentally <laughs> slipped and heard the good news. And now I've got watery legs <laughs> and I don't know what I'm doing. Talk prof- too hard about volcanoes. <laughs> They're lovely. They're lovely. And then you get powers. Got a volcano. It's like, deal. <laughs> <laughs> my, my professors at university always told me casting spells would require hard work and, and memorization. I've never needed to do any of that. The spells just happen when I want them to. Right. I just I don't think I'm a wizard. Okay. I mean I'm gonna I do actually have knowledge arcana. Give me um, the roll. Give so me the roll. I'm gonna do a what well, sorcerers. 
Eight. <laughs> you think you put a teacup on it? <laughs> you do know what sorcerers are. The only problem is you're not. Twenty-six. <laughs> on my knowledge, Arcana. There you go. The problem is you know what sorcerers are. There's no. Yeah. You don't tie that. You don't tie that connection no, in your head. Fine, fine, fine. Hamid, here's how the thought situation goes. I cast that without studying. Most likely option is I'm some kind of spontaneous caster, and I can't play guitar, so that makes me a sorcerer. Because he's not Bowen. a bard. Yeah. Nah, <laughs> that's ridiculous. That that's literally the thought experiment. Okay. You're aware what sorcerers are. You're aware that this ticks a lot of the boxes. <laughs> it's just a it's an idle fancy. Maybe I was a chess grandmaster. Or... <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like it's like believing that you know what I am the best ski jumper. I've just never tried. <laughs> but that's the Wait. only reason I don't know. Yeah. Should I have tried, I would have been a true proficient. Exactly, exactly. Okay. I am going to skip time ahead mm-hmm. to the middle of second watch. Who is on second watch? Mm-hmm. Okay. And Bertie? Or no. Bertie prevented from being Give on... me a perception check, Sasha. Everyone else, I'm, I'm actually allowing you to sleep. You are tired and hungry, and it's been a long day. Also, murdering gnomes aside, with your perception checks, there's no point in it. <laughs> <laughs> he stares at them directly in the room. Instead, Bertie is asleep, and he's having uh, this wonderful dream where he's going through a garden centre, smashing up literally everything there. <laughs> and it's weird, the plants in this one aren't trying to get you, they're just there. Yeah. He gets to smash both furniture... And no, yeah. <laughs> it's two favourite things. I hate your little pointy hats. <laughs> so, what was the perception? Twenty-one. Point? Twenty-one. Sasha, there is someone on the street outside, and they have moved close to the exterior wall. You hear the sa- distinct sounds of more than one person outside. She's going to stealthily sneak into the front room because mm-hmm. we're all in the back, and see if they are trying to get into the building. Give me a stealth check. This the perception check will roll over. Mm. 27. 27. You move up to the door. There is the distinct sounds of multiple people outside. Mm-hmm. Unless you were to look through a window or a keyhole or something similar, you're not going to be able to see what's going on. Look through. So the keyhole is too obvious. We always just expect there to be a giant glowing, unblinking eye. On the <laughs> side, right? Or the other end of a crossbow bolt. Yeah. yeah. Is there not going to be like a security peephole? Ooh, like, so it is a locksmith. Yes. Locksmith. She will look through the security peephole. You see a human on the other side, right up to it. They're not putting their eye to it or mm-hmm. anything. They don't seem particularly concerned, at which point they knock very loudly on the door. Mm-hmm. Bang, bang, bang. Doesn't answer. He waits a little bit. You see him turn, gesture. There's a little bit of movement at the edge. You can't really see what it is. Then he turns back. Bang, bang, bang. Come on. Okay, so we're going to sneak back to see everyone, wake them up. Have I slept not- enough? Time to recover my spells. You have not. Yeah, she's not going to wake up Bertie. I'm going to wake up these two and Zolf say... and Hamid. Uh, there's, there's someone trying to get in. Uh, I need to like, look for a way out the back uh, and get Bertie out as well, quietly. Bang, bang, bang. Oh. Take your time, but we're not going anywhere. I'm going to go upstairs and see how many there are out there. I'll look. I'll go okay. upstairs and look out. We'll All look right. for a back way out. Do you know who it is? Is it more of Gorn's gang? I don't know who it is, but who else would it be? I know, police. They've got some sort of telepathy. The gnomes communicate. Bang, bang, we bang. Have kept them with us. Should have killed them. You got, you got about three minutes. Uh, so Sasha goes up to the window. Uh, well, she goes upstairs and there's the window there. What do you want? He looks up. Ah, hi. Hi. There is a comparatively well-dressed man there. He is wearing a suit. It's not super slick, but it's a good enough suit. Is it a dining? Like, is it? Is it? You know, has he done up like a chef? 
Or like with a little, with a little sort of a big. Oh god, he's like a super villain. He, he doesn't have a neon sign saying like "Oh man, no." Yeah. It's a, and he's carrying a briefcase. The Full of food. <laughs> no. Yeah. From this distance, perhaps. Yeah. Uh, the suit is well cut, but not particularly exciting. Mm-hmm. Give me a perception check. You pick out at least six other people on the rooftops of the buildings opposite. And there are a few people covering alleyways and the street. He's there holding it. He looks quite cheerful and happy. And he's just sort of going, hi, yes. Um, I understand that you are one of the people who's holding Oscar Wilde. Who? Um, very, very irritating. Obnoxious, arrogant. Has atrocious sense of style. Thirty stirs at this point. <laughs> his, his ears are burning. Yeah. Uh, massive liability. And frankly, not really worth the amount of money that we were going to pay you to like hide him over anyway. Like on fire, like on fire. Nudge Hamid. So he does know him then. And Wild isn't awake yet. Wild's still unconscious, like he's mm. out. Uh, I mean, that sounds like quite a few people I know, frankly. Listen, I, I, re- I do really appreciate this conversation. While this is happening, I'm going to gently wake up Bertie and impress upon him as quickly and efficiently as possible the need to stay quiet. <laughs> <laughs> You know what, for, the, for one time, just give me a diplomacy check on that one. Thirty. Bertie, even if you don't want to be quiet, he's given a very convincing <laughs> argument in about two words. <laughs> he said be quiet in the way that like world leaders say the words um, peace now and stuff like that. Like, there's a... Well, an undercurrent of threat and bombing. <laughs> yes, yes, yeah, there okay. is. Sasha's in the building with her bombs and there is an undercurrent of right. threat, yes. It's very so Bertie, Bertie understands this and will definitely try and be quiet. <laughs> so this is very good, because I always imagine Bertie probably like wakes up with a melt shit like... <laughs> just to start the day. <laughs> just opens his mouth, expecting someone to pour Kedri into it. <laughs> <laughs> what, would, what is it that you want? Um, why would you want such an obnoxious... Man, anyway. Listen, um, I'd really like to come in, or if you would be willing to come out, whichever. We're, we're okay to wait for a little while. Obviously, there's a lot of people out here. Uh, you take your time, but obviously, if you don't let me in, we might have to take you out. That's not going to be pleasant for anyone, and, and we, don't, we, don't need to, we don't need to behave like that. We're not animals. Uh, all right, we're, we're just going to look into breakfast, and then we'll, ooh, we'll ooh, see about... Remind me, sorry about that. He puts the briefcase down, opens it, and he takes out a set of croissants and he puts them on the doorstep closes the briefcase picks it up and just goes I understand this, obviously food's a bit scarce this is just a little thing he starts walking back turns around yeah yeah take your time but obviously not too much time he kind of laughs and then goes over and stands quite casually next to one of the burlier scarred grizzled uh, shaven S- men Sasha comes down basically without bothering to really be quiet like all right, so there isn't really much hope of getting out of here. There's like six of them out the front that I could see. There's some on the on the roof. They're going to be out the back if there is a back way. Uh, is uh, any any trapdoors into the sewers that you noticed? Anything? Well, if you have a look around, obviously, if I can get wild up. There's something I think we should do. What? K- kill the two gnomes. Seconded. Uh, motion carried. Mm. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, fancy making well, a sacrifice. Mr. Smith. Perhaps we could call down a mighty thunderstorm. I'm not going to be doing any of that. Thanks for the moment. So you've told all these people about us. Well done. Uh, they look genuinely confused. They've come after us. You told us. What with your te- the, telepathy? The, the gobby one kind of pulls at his gag to Take speak. his gag off. What? 
Well, you've obviously brought these people down to get us. How? We were with you. Yeah, but you were communicating while you were invisible. You let three of my mates get away. Let, let's look at the options. Number one, telepathic gnomes. Yeah, Two, know. someone said they're over there. Well, I've seen gnomes, and they can like burn stuff into people's skin Doesn't... and appear out of nowhere. That's what gnomes can do. Well, yeah, but I mean, there's like there's some humans that can fly and turn people into, I want to say, rocks. Like, if I could do that, do you think I'd be here? I'd be in a castle made of marshmallows with a pet <sighs> unigriffin or something. I don't know. Sounds quite cool, actually. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. Sasha has more in common with these than <laughs> <laughs> anyone else in the team. Yeah. Uh, very well, so the decision has been made to kill them. Uh, Mr. Wait. Smith, any okay. uh, last last offer? Last last dibs for Poseidon? Hmm? If they're not, if they're not telepathic, just throw them out the window. Listen, like if if you just take that cash, right, and and just leave, you, you'll you'll be able to leave. They, right, they yeah, don't no. care about you. Throw them out the window and tell and tell them that's what we're doing. So I'm going to start kicking Wild, slapping him in the face. I'm going to create water in him. Wild is waking up, but he is not awake yet. He is right. still um, groggy. He he can open an eye. What time? Of, what time of day is it? Because that is actually important for me. It, it, it is it is night now. It's not late at night. It's sort of early. Night. I meditate in dawn. Uh, right, well, we're not getting anything out of him. Um, right, so our options are... Sasha is desperately looking for any kind of trapdoor into an underground sewage network or catacombs that might exist. Give me a perception roll. <laughs> to see what the flooring is made of. Okay, 21. 21. You find underneath the locker holding the keys, there appears to be actually a trapdoor. Ah! Some kind of bolt hole. Right, well, she opens it. It's not a tunnel that leads anywhere. It is a the equivalent of a safe room, enough for one person to sit in, which has a small amount of food, a small amount of water, and a door which you can lock from the inside that would only open from the inside. But it's enough for Hamid. Sasha could possibly squeeze herself in. Zolf, no Bertie, way. no way. Yeah. And it would only fit one of you at a time. Bertie is basically sitting in a safe room and wearing it around all the time anyway. <laughs> Should we? Concerned. Right, so maybe what we should do is put Hamid in with Wild to keep it locked. It means if they open it, they get a big fire blast in, in their eyes. And then we say, well, we don't have him. Look, search for him. I think they know we've got him, mate. No, they, they, they're guessing that we do. I mean, we killed the, the other gnomes, but they guess. Some of them, but if, look, they followed us, right? All right, so if we kill the gnomes, then it's obvious that we have a reason to kill the gnomes. They're mm. annoying? Well... Ah, that's a point. Now, if I make my displeasure of the entire existence of the gnomish race publicly known to Wait, all what? of them, then... And Bertie carries on in full stream. <laughs> oh, my. About, like... And it gets really weird and awkward about how gnomes control all the world's banks. Like, it's really nasty Wait, no, stuff. Bertie, we met who controls the world's banks and killed it. It, it was made of brains. Yeah. Well, maybe some gnomish brains, but probably not <laughs> all how deep does this rabbit hole go? But also human brains and dwarf brains, all uh, brains what? together, working together in a kind of way that's beautiful. <laughs> the gnome, as well as hideous. The, the gobby gnome turns to the gnome that is still gag and just gestures to them with the head going, we lost to these guys. Oh, Whatever we do, we shouldn't discuss our plans in front of these two notes. You may be communicating it back to the outside. Can we right. please get rid of them? Fine. <laughs> stab one through the neck, stab the other one through the neck. Oh, spoil my fun, Mr. Smith. <laughs> and we will end After the episode After all there. that. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You are, you, you you are, are the worst. The you are the worst. 
Ugh. Yes! Yes, my character's <laughs> the worst. Why is it taking us nearly 60 episodes? Oh, it's the worst you're, my character is. You're all the worst in no. special, unique oh. ways. Uh, yeah, we'll end the episode there. Okay. That's, oh, gosh. Solve. Solve. He's a complicated man. He's a complicated man. Never, never be at the mercy of a good man. Mm. Is he a good man? <laughs> yes. I mean, it, I mean, it, the, the, it is written on my character sheet. <laughs> you are lawful good. I mean, I, I what, what's Percy? I forget. Now. So, as, according, according to the Adventurer's Code, we have the right to execute these people. Yeah. So, as mm. we disappear down the rabbit hole of moral nuance that has become this podcast over the last yeah. few episodes, yeah, that's all good. I think we'll return again next week. Bye, guys. Bye. 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 Rusty Quill Gaming is a podcast distributed by RustyQuill.com and licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial International License. Today's episode was recorded and produced by Alexander J. Newell. To comment on episodes, make donations, and view links, images, videos, and show notes, visit RustyQuill.com. Rate and review us on iTunes. Visit us on Facebook. Tweet us on Twitter at TheRustyQuill. Or email us at mail at RustyQuill.com. Thanks for listening. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello all, it's Helen here, the voice of Azu from Rusty Quill Gaming, and the host and director of Enthusiasm. Today, I'm here to tell you about The Programme. The Programme audio series is a science fiction anthology podcast set in a world where money, state, and God are fused into a single entity. Every episode is a standalone story featuring ordinary people inhabiting this extraordinary world. And for them, it's not the future that is terrifying but our present. The programme is sometimes funny, sometimes poignant, but it is always smart. Find out more about the programme at www.rustyquill.com or www.programmaudioseries.com or search for the programme audio series wherever you listen to your podcasts. Have fun and enjoy the episode. Put like toffee in it and it test, will warm. Test, like, oh. test. Oh, gruesome. Test, 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 test. But nothing is perfectly normal and delicious. <laughs> Not really? when kept there. Everyone-
Hello and welcome to episode 57 of the Rusty Quill Gaming Podcast. I'm your host and GM and with me today I have... James Ross. Bryn Monroe. Lydia Nicholas. Ben Meredith. And who are you playing? Sir Bertrand McCuffingham. Hamid Salahu Rune Afsahan. Lydia Nicholas. Zolf Smith. That's my name. <laughs> 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 I didn't pick up on that. Hi. You also didn't give yourself You didn't do your name either. It's tiring really remembering your name. Day, but day in, day out. Never get a day off. Yeah, but you were communicating while you were invisible. You let three of my mates get away. How, they what's were more unlikely? They were dead. I genuinely thought they were dead. What no, they no, they're they the ones off. that ran off. Oh, right, yeah, I forgot that. We're <laughs> <laughs> Perfect, use it. 